Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Let's Talk Touchdowns. I'm K. Ryan Hines and joined with me as ever is Wales's and UAB's best touch rugby playing mathematician, Morgan <laughs> Edwards. Good, thanks, you. Uh, not too bad. How did you like that one? I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. It's taking me back to my roots, you know, my Welsh mm. roots and my rugby roots. <laughs> Thought you might like it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, happy Thanksgiving, Kay. I mean, we don't celebrate it here, <laughs> but I mean, we've got American listeners, so happy Thanksgiving to happy our Happy Thanksgiving, American. you know. Uh, my favourite part in for of... for a uh, big treat. Yeah, I was going to say, my favourite part of, of, of Thanksgiving is the games are on earlier, so we don't have to wait yeah. up until 2 o'clock in the morning <laughs> to watch them. Yeah, that's a nice one, and um, it'd be better if we had like food to celebrate with. But mm. I'll take the I'll take the games any day. I'll take the yeah exactly. I mean, I, I think I was gonna have a pizza tonight anyway, so I mean, it's pretty good, pretty good football food. That yeah, is. definitely. Because <laughs> I mean, the, the Lions Texans that's on at five thirty tonight, and then mm. Cowboys Washington on at nine thirty. Um, the Ravens Steelers has obviously been postponed because of COVID, yeah. so that's on Sunday now, isn't it? Um, I mean, still two games, two games in windows where we can feasibly stay up and watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's very <laughs> nice to see. And, and they might be exciting games. Like The teams, I think, are pretty even, especially Washington mm. uh, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be, a, might be a good game to watch. Yeah, I mean, the winner of that will go to the top of the NFC East. <laughs> but That's watch crazy. them draw, and then there'll be <laughs> three... A bunch of three and ones, like as in like three wins. Yeah. Like, how many losses? Like what? Seven losses and then one draw. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, anyway, should we jump straight in? Let's um, go for it. Obviously, you know we can't jump straight into the Cardinals Seahawks game because that's part of our predictions for the week. That was our bonus prediction, wasn't it? So we'll yeah. uh, we'll save that for predictions for the week later on. So how about we just jump straight in with with the Jag Steelers? Steelers on ten and zero, double digits now. Um, it was just uh, an amazing show from the Steelers, I think. Mm. Uh, the defence of the Steelers was absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaguars aren't a bad team. Ter- they aren't terrible, but Steelers, they're just they're just doing it in every facet. They're doing it, and um, Mike Tomlinson should be just over the moon mm. with um, how his team's performing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's the fact that they are such a complete team for me. Like... Mm. One week we talk about their defense. One week we talk about their offense. And I think it's the offense as well that stood out for me. Like Chase Claypool, ten touchdowns in ten games now, and Mate, absolutely insane. He's unbelievable. And uh, I heard a quote one of the commentators said. I'm sure you must have heard of it. Um, yeah, I'm sure you heard it. Was uh, Juju said that the Steelers are a quote naturally unselfish group, and that uh, quote Ben Roethlisberger keeps them accountable. So it's mm. like. I don't know, compared to, to normal football, you know, in, in Madrid, whenever Bale scored a goal, Cristiano Ronaldo would, like, get really angry, you know, yeah, whereas, like, yeah. Juju's celebrating with, with Chase Claypool here when, when he's getting yeah. his 10 touchdowns, you know? You saw, um, yeah, exactly, you saw the celebrations with all the wide receivers, it um, just shows you, like, how close they are mm. and um, how much respect they have for each other, even a rookie, and, because um, Juju Smith-Schuster is, like, fourth here now, and um, he knows what uh, it's like to be a rookie in a big team mm-hmm. so um yeah it's just it's really nice to see the as you said the offense and defense it's it's a complete team mm-hmm. they can they can go all the way 
I yeah, I, I definitely agree. And I think what's going to be so challenging about this season um, and has been so challenging about the season is obviously the COVID stuff. And mm. it, you must have to be like a really tight knit group because it's not just about winning these games. It's like, OK, we've got to we've got to stick together. We've got to all follow the rules together. We've got to hold each other accountable, you know, mm. be unselfish, you know, you know, make sacrifices for your team more than yeah. ever. And it's it's proving that teams that can do that are the ones that are going to be successful this year. And I definitely believe they're one of them. A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I don't think you could put it better. Like the Steelers are just doing it, and um, ten and it's it's phenomenal. I, I I'm just really I was really impressed by this uh, this game. It, I know mm. the Jags. I said the Jags are an okay team. It's mm. a young team. They need a bit of help. Uh, one and nine, but even still, they um, Steelers just showed how much better they are than a lot of the teams mm-hmm. yeah no, without a doubt um, I, I think it's difficult for the Jags like they're not whenever they play they don't play that badly but yeah. they don't have what it takes to get these victories I mean they're on one and nine now so they've only mm. managed to win one game this season I think that's pretty early on anyway was it? I think it's like even like the yeah. second or third game I can't quite remember yeah it, it wasn't recent I can tell you that yeah, yeah. So it's difficult because we watched them play in like a couple of weeks ago. I mean, obviously Jake Luton didn't play well mm. this week. Um, it was the defense that's kind of keeping them in in sort yeah, of was, contention. Um, they Jake only got uh, three points as well. This uh... yeah, exactly. So I mean, Jake Luton was poor this week. I'm pretty sure they've benched him now, mm-hmm. um, and they've got another backup who I can't remember who he is. I never heard of him before. But I mean, I never heard of Jake Luton before. Until yeah, they started playing him. So, sixth uh, round pick, so we'll see how <laughs> this next Jags QB can go. Yeah, and talking about QBs making moves in uh, in the league then, would think of PJ Walker for the Panthers. Absolutely insane. I um I like to see it, you know. It's uh we were talking about this. It mm. might be the first um XFL what no. Yeah. yeah, XFL. Yeah, XFL. XFL um, quarterback to come from the XFL league to the NFL league because mm. normally it happens the other way around. But mm-hmm. do you just want to explain what uh, the XFL is? Yeah, sure. So I think the XFL is a new league that's kind of popped up. I think it's it's it was founded a quite a while back, but it yeah. kind of like ran out of money. And I think a couple of seasons ago, like last season or season before. Yeah, I think it was last season. Yeah, it, they kind of they they started. It's like a rival league to the NFL. Mm. Essentially, it's kind of like a lower league. Um, so you still got franchises. You still got like a team in New York and I can't remember quite what their name is um, but I remember there was a stat early on in the season wasn't there where the New York XFL team had a win yeah. in MetLife Stadium but the Jets and Giants didn't <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah so it's kind of like a contender league I think does Dwayne The Rock Johnson own it I'm pretty sure he bought he? like yeah I think he bought like 50% of the shares to the league or something oh like, that's mad yeah I didn't know that <laughs> yeah I, mean, I think it's the XFL um, anyway so it's kind of like it's kind of like a tier 2 NFL yeah. in a way so you don't often get players coming up from the XFL do you it's usually nah. I think there was one or two QBs last season that um, that kind of got dropped from NFL yeah. teams and then picked up by an XFL team um, so yeah obviously I mean PJ Walker went undrafted um, then was playing for uh, the XFL uh, last mm. season um, he got cut about 12 or 15 times from mm. NFL teams I was reading but mm-hmm. um, and then um, he was, I, I, I heard, I, I mean, I haven't managed to watch any of the XFL games like last season, mm-hmm. um, but they said that he was on track for MVP of that league. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's making moves, making moves. And then um, he didn't do too badly at all, to be fair. Yeah, it was 20 points to nil. 
He threw a couple of dimes as well. Yeah, he did. He did. It's, um, it was like he was already a um, NFL quarterback, which mm. I guess XFL is. It's not like a. Um, it's not an easy league. No. So um, he can obviously deal with the pressure, deal mm-hmm. with um, being a front or the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. And um, well, yeah, you saw that twenty two zero. Yeah, he yeah. threw a couple of picks, little picks in the end zone, but mm-hmm. that's just because um, it's not familiar with his team yet. Yeah. Definitely, and I think talking. About, I want to talk about Matt Stafford a bit. Like, yeah, I want to talk about Matt Stafford. Yeah, because well. we're having big chats in our in our fantasy group chat, weren't we? About like mm. where we rank quarterbacks and stuff. And I think the issue with Matt Stafford is he's not a bad QB at all. He got sacked five times in this game. Mm. Like, if you take out your best player in, in Kenny Galladay, you get sacked. You know, you've got no O line to protect you. You're obviously going to play poorly. Like, no points on the board for Lions this game. But I do think he is a Decent QB. He's an okay QB. That's as much as I'll give him. He's an okay QB. Where, I, uh, where would you I, rank him? Top 15? Yeah. Yeah, but I like agree. 10, below 10, or around 10, not higher than 9 or 7. That's being generous. Yeah, I'd agree. Do you want to run through each other's top 10 QBs, maybe? Or is uh, that too much on the spot thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can think this yeah. through. Right, okay, so number one, I mean, not in any particular order, but I do believe yeah, number one is Mahomes. Yeah, not in any particular order, yeah. Um, Rogers is obviously up, to, up there, so you've got Mahomes, Rogers, yeah. Breeze, mm-hmm. uh, Deshaun Watson, okay. um, Tom Brady, Big Ben, yep. that's yeah. six. Um, Russ. Russ, yeah, of course, um, so that's seven. Mm. And then you kind of get into the less kind of like elite players necessarily. So you've got you've got players like Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson. Yeah. He's been interesting this season. Like he hasn't been bad, but he's but not he been hasn't good. been. Yeah. So last year, last season, he would have been top uh, a lot higher up. But yeah. this season, I think that's that's fair. Yeah. Who's after that then? That is Kyler. Kyler Murray, maybe, maybe. Um, Okay, here's a question then. Let's. I think it's, it's going to be too much on the spot thinking. Yeah. Who would you ha- rather have next season, Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because Gee. I think Lamar Jackson played better last year than Kyler Murray is playing this year. So yeah. who's to say what's happening to Lamar Jackson now isn't going to happen to Kyler Murray next season? You know. Mm. Oh, that's that. Uh... That's an impossible question, <laughs> just because of how lackluster Lamar Jackson has been. Mm. Um, who would you have? Honestly, I mm. think I'd go Kyler Murray because yeah. I think the Cardinals are a bit more of an up-and-coming team. Yeah, they are, they are. I think the Ravens have been... Obviously, I know we said Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson, not the Cardinals or the or the Ravens, but I think with Cardinals, the Cardinals have been poor for a long time, mm. and now they're getting good, now they're getting exciting with Kyler Murray at the helm. Whereas the Ravens are always good, they're always decent, and then Lamar Jackson kind of brought them over that edge. And I don't know, I think Kyler Murray's got more to give. You know, I think I think Lamar Jackson maxed out last year, and I don't think he's ever going to be as good as that mm. again. I think he'll still be good. But I don't, obviously MVP of the league last year, I don't think he'll he'll ever be that good. Whereas I think Kyler Murray can get better. Yeah, I I wouldn't rule out Lamar Jackson. I I want to see how he finishes the season, 
um, just to see what it'd be like next mm. next season. But he he did do phenomenally last year, and it's obviously hard to replicate that every year. But mm-hmm. um, I don't think I don't think he's gonna continue the way. Oh, I hope he doesn't continue the way he is because he he is a phenomenal quarterback, a mm-hmm. uh, young quarterback, and he. Um, might just be an off season, but I want to see how he finishes the season. See if he can kind of regain any sort of momentum. Yeah. If we can see little uh, like flickers of how he was last year, because mm. throughout the season we've seen those little tiny flickers of when um, that like flair he had last season. But mm-hmm. something's obviously not there. So I just want to see how he finishes the season. But um, based on performances this season, I would have to go Kyle Murray then as well. Mm. But then in the top 15 quarterbacks, we need to add Josh Allen and Josh Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, yes. yes. Uh, we need Josh, to add them yeah, too. I agree. Josh Allen and Ryan Tannehill, uh, they deserve to be up there. Um, now, do we add Jared Goff? Oh, I think we have to, you know. We I think to. we have to. We, we talk we've about done, the, the Rams? We've done the Rams a bit dirty this season. Yeah. We have. Should we talk about the Rams Buccaneers? Should we do yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, 24-27 in favour of the Rams. I, I thought this was kind of a, I'm not going to say masterclass, but Sean McVay mm. is a phenomenal coach. And I he think is. the difference between these two teams, right, is you've got talent stacked to the brim on the Bucks team, yeah. right? And I don't think there's necessarily the same amount of talent on this Rams team, but they're so no. well drilled. Yeah. Every play you see that the Rams make, or every big play, important play that you see them play, it's always the exact right play to call. It's never like, Goff never has to throw it through this tiny window. It's always, this player will always be open because that's the way Sean McVay has designed that play to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. And then they get so many yards off it. And I, I think we have done them dirty. We've done them dirty. Seven and three. They're top of the NFC West now. They're mm-hmm. higher than the Seahawks, higher than the Cardinals. We've got to start giving them a bit more respect. We have to. We have to. And... Um... Yeah, seven and three. It's not bad at all. I, as you said, it's a very well-rounded team. And was it um, Ben last week that said uh, he? Well, he thinks they're the best all-round team. Yeah, he's the best team um, in the NFC, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm not sure about that, but seven and three. They're not. They're not bad at Mm. all. Um, I think. They're definitely on their way to getting into the playoffs, obviously, mm-hmm. and I think they'll do pretty well if they keep on form. This is the Rams team I would have liked to see in the uh, Super Bowl mm-hmm. because um, was it two, three years ago they were at, they made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, it was two years ago, wasn't it? And um, it was completely disappointing mm-hmm. because they were abs- they were really exciting in the um, normal season, but then in the Super Bowl they were just like a wet fish <laughs> or a wet sock, yeah. and. Um, yeah, so aren't all fish wet? Yeah, that's why I changed <laughs> it to a sock. All right, we, we, let's just move on from that. Let's move on. But um, the Rams, yeah, the Rams' defense was, is really, really good at the moment. Mm. With um, I really like Jalen Ramsey and mm-hmm. all of the uh, kind of safeties and Aaron Donald. The books shut down Aaron Donald this week, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think he got any defensive stats, did he? Uh, nothing noteworthy to me off the top yeah. of my head. No. Um, so yeah, the Rams—they're doing it. They're also doing it. I, yeah, I agree. I think what the Rams have got going for them is that I think they're as good a team as the Seahawks and Cardinals. I don't think they're any better. I think mm. the Seahawks may even be better, in my personal opinion. Mm. However, the Seahawks always struggle against the Rams. Yeah. It's a divisional matchup, 
And I think that's where the Rams could edge it because it could come down to, you know, they've all beat the same amount of teams outside the division. But when it comes down to the exact division, I think the Rams will do will do better because we obviously saw the Rams beat the Seahawks last week, didn't we? Yeah. Um, the Seahawks, they, they struggle. They they do struggle against the Rams. Um, it's always kind of like a, not a bogey team because the Rams do deserve those victories, but the Seahawks do do struggle um, there. So that could, yeah. that could be the, 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 the deciding um, factor. The um, the wide receivers at Rams now they got Woods and Cooper Cup. Mm. They they really um, showed out last week and they showed out this week. And mm-hmm. um, as we were saying last week, the Seahawks' um, pass defense is isn't great at all. Mm. And when you got those kind of threats, um, you have to make them pay for it. And the Rams did that. And again, they did that this week. Um, yeah. yeah, the Rams. I was on Instagram the other day, and it was kind of a, it was a post by um, I don't know. I think it's like. Uh, one of the NFL teams that we follow on our mm-hmm. Let's Talk Touchdowns Instagram account. Go check it out. If you, if you didn't, yeah. yeah. If you didn't, know, we have a new Instagram. <laughs> we do. Um, and it was it was a question of uh, who would you take in fantasy, Robert mm. Woods or Chris Godwin? And I've got Chris Godwin in my fantasy, and it absolutely pained me to say it, but I pressed Robert Woods, and I think it was like it's like a poll on Instagram. I think like 60-odd percent of people took Robert would take Robert Woods. And yeah. I think... I mean, obviously, Godwin got a touchdown. And it was a good touchdown, but I think, yeah, I think just the Rams are a little bit more of a grown-up team, a little bit more of a complete team than the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are a bit very showy-offy, but don't kind of have everything it takes all the time. Because I mean, their defense that didn't do very well again this week. Yeah, um, they're definitely known for their offense now, mm-hmm. with the um, styles they have. We say this every week. They've got some absolute. They've they're stacked on offense. Mm. Their defense isn't terrible, but it's um, it's not balanced in terms of um, being as good as their offense. So, yeah. And this season, more than ever, we need. Uh, we're seeing that teams with a good deep with a good offense, but also a really strong defense. Mm-hmm. They're going. Really strongly. I mean, the books are still seven and four, which is really, really good. But um, they might struggle towards the end of the season, where mm. they're coming up against better teams, um, where mm. their where their defense needs to show out. But if it doesn't, then they're obviously not going to make it as far as they want to. Yeah, I agree. But let's just reel off a couple of couple of results, and then we'll move on. So, I mean, Broncos, Dolphins, twenty points to thirteen in favor of the Broncos. Broncos now on four and six. Dolphins on six and four. So we, we were hyping them up. We were hyping them up, but I don't think it's um it's not a too big of an issue for them. I mean, two is still young. His his yeah. first loss as a starter. So it's it's not. It's only his fourth game or something. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. Um, and then another game is then the Washington. Football team versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Washington got another victory, so they're, so they're on a three and seven as well, making that mm. NFC East extremely competitive. I, I guess a highlight for that then is the Burrow injury, obviously. Yeah. Um, um, what was it that happened? Oh, what was the injury? Do you know? Uh, yeah, it was his leg. Um, mm. It was like it, the awkward kind of thing of his leg is trapped by a player, and then he gets yeah. tackled, and it just like snaps and bends the wrong way, and yeah. it's Not just ideal. nasty and. Um, but he'll be back. He'll be back next yeah. season. It's, it's a shame for the Bengals, but I mean they weren't doing anything this year anyway. No, yeah, um, it's uh, again another young team just needs to grow around the quarterback. So hmm. we'll have to watch them over the next coming seasons. Yeah, and another game then was uh, the Brands twenty-two uh, versus the Eagles, who scored the seventeen points. So the Brands got that victory. Uh, they're on seven and three now. So that oh, is pretty it's damn, incredible. Yeah, I mean we'll talk about the playoff picture later on, but 
sneak preview for you guys. The Browns are now ahead of the Ravens in that division. Unbelievable. It's incredible. Um, the highlight for me in that game was Carson Wentz isn't very good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the interesting thing I want to kind of ask you is then mm-hmm. when Carson Wentz, um, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl and Carson Wentz was in there for better half of a season mm-hmm. was Carson Wentz a good quarterback or was it the team around him that just made him look like a good quarterback I do think he was a good quarterback because he was making some absolute crazy plays mm. the amount of times he, he's breaking out of that pocket was kind of getting ta- there's a couple of times where he's like in the middle of getting tackled and still yeah. manages to throw it 50 yards down the field you know to make an incredible yeah pass. he is one of the best he was one of the best scrambling quarterbacks mm. so um, I just don't think he's been the same since that Torn ACL. Yeah, the injury. Yeah, it must be because um, yeah, he he was an incredible quarterback. He yeah. um, he got the Eagles the most way there to get the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Obviously, my boy Nick Foles in took the baton. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it, it's after that injury, it's just not been the same. Yeah, definitely. And um, we're gonna move on now from some from results to uh, talking a bit more about touchdowns. But when we come back, we'll we'll finish off the games that we haven't mentioned. Uh, Re you know the Texans, Patriots, the Saints, Falcons, uh, Chargers, Jets, and more importantly the Vikings, Cowboys. I'm quite ins- excited to talk about that. Okay, let's talk touchdowns. You're listening to Let's Talk Touchdowns, a podcast by K Ryan Hines and Morgan Edwards. Okay, so it's the time of that week where Kay and I talk about our favourite touchdowns. So, uh, Kay, go first. What's 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 your favourite touchdown for this week? Uh, I've got um, I've got a few to be fair. Mm, uh, them off. I really like Russell Wilson's uh, scramble to uh, mm. DK Metcalf touchdown. Mm-hmm. It was one of the I think it was one of the first touchdowns. Um, the pocket was closing around Wilson, and he was just extending the play, extending the play, extending the play, and um, somehow found enough room to make a pass to DK Metcalf and um, that was a really nice touchdown um, from Wilson to DK Metcalf and um, Mike Evans touchdown where he just went into yeah. beast mode yeah. went absolutely into beast mode well, he was at like the 5 or 10 yard line 9 yard reception it was yeah, yeah. He was at uh, there and tackled all the way, but he just refused to go down. Absolutely mm-hmm. refused to go down. Just made it um, nine yards with two tacklers on you mm-hmm. or two um, defensive backs on you. It's absolutely insane. And then um, I think the last one I th- is a uh, Kareem Hunt's hurdle touchdown, mm. where he just went over, up and over and. Um, made it into the end zone I, if you look at how many um, hurdle touchdowns I've picked for touchdown of the week it's, it might be a bit high but I just love a good hurdle touchdown love a good hurdle yeah I mean my uh, I, I've got two written down yeah. and one of them is, is Mike Evans nine yard touchdown I think for me, like we sh- we 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 show the flashy touchdowns all the time. We we talk about the flashy touchdowns, but that's like a proper gritty touchdown. Like he got, yeah. he caught the ball and was tackled immediately, but just didn't go down. And you think, oh, okay, it's a tackle, and it's like, oh my god, he's still going. He's still yeah. going, and then he just eventually made it to the end zone. Unbelievable. Uh, it was a solo play as well. There wasn't yeah. any defensive lineman with him. Exactly, um, but my touchdown for the week is uh, was CD Lamb's backward dive, toe drag, swag under coverage. It was like. Uh, Dalton threw it to him and he kind of dived and like twisted his body and caught it midair like back facing the floor and then like dragged his feet along the way. Oh, unbelievable talent. I, I do think CeeDee Lamb's got a lot more to give in, in yeah. this league. 
Yeah, so they were our touchdowns for the weekend. We'll just jump straight back into to the Vikings-Cowboys game then. Um, I was quite excited to talk about this game. Yeah. 28 points to 31. Uh, Vikings on 4-6. and six. Cowboys now on 3-7, and seven, making that <laughs> NFC East even more competitive. All three, all four teams on three wins, I should say. Um, Cowboys, I mean, obviously they conceded 28 points, but I thought they kind of had some kind of a defense. Like, they had a couple of takeaways, which is important. I don't uh. think they've had many of those all season. Um, helping Andy Dalton out a little bit. Yeah. I have a question for you. Okay, fire. What rank wide receiver is Adam Thielen, would you say? Uh, he's all right. He's all right. Because I thought he had a good game this week. He did, but I wouldn't have chosen him over uh, Stefan Diggs. I would have said St- um, when Stefan Diggs was at Vikings, Stefan Diggs should have been number one mm. receiver. Um, Thielen... It would have been number two for me, but uh, I would—he—he's decent. He's good, but mm-hmm. um, he's not top tier for me. Um, yeah, it's an intriguing one. He's not a very like flashy player, is he? No, he he's has not... good, he has really good hands. Mm-hmm. He can catch the ball. I don't think he drops the ball very often. No, but he's—he's he's not. Yeah, he's not flashy. He's not um, the same crucial way, or crucial player that. Uh, uh, Diggs is mm-hmm. so. yeah I just kind of thought you know he played well in this game got a, got a really good touchdown really mm. good catch um, and I don't think we show him that much much love on, on this uh, on this podcast no. we never really talk about Thielen as being a top you know contender for, for one of the best wide receivers in the league but I think he may be top 12 yeah 12, it's just because there are so many good receivers yeah. at the moment like you just have absolutely you have so many that can make those crucial plays, mm-hmm. that, those game winning plays, or those um, game time plays, mm-hmm. and toe drag swag. You have them. You have loads of them at the moment. So yeah. it, it's really easy to go under, like unnoticed. But feeling he's not, he's not bad. But yeah. he's just not the top tier that um, we used to seeing. So um, I, I do like him, especially um, his rookie season. He had a really good rookie mm-hmm. season, but um, he's just getting outshone, as you said. Yeah. Anyway, that was a, it was a good victory for the Cowboys. It was nice yeah. to see them, see them kind of get it over the line because they sc- they always score a lot of points, but they never seem to f- be able to score enough or like be able to keep that lead or, or whatever yeah. the situation is. So I was quite pleased for them in, in that respect. Um, but talking about teams that haven't managed to take it over the line, then Chargers Jets, another loss for the Jets. They're now 0-10, and they are actually the first team to be mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. That is unlucky. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch much of this game. It was, again, a bit boring for me. Yeah, I mean, Herbert is playing well. He is a bit mm. of a stud. Um, Herbert, Tua, and Burrow have all had really good starts uh, to, to this league. Yeah. And it's going to be an exciting couple of years with, with them coming up. And I think the Chargers have been decent. I mean, they're on 3-7, and seven, but like a lot of those games have come down to the wire. Um mm. And I mean, it's kind of disappointing on on the Jets side of things, because I don't think Flacco played that well. Like there was a game like a week or two ago where we were saying Flacco played well, and it was his the rest of his team like the defense yeah. that kind of let him down. Like he threw a pick six like on his first pick or first play. Yeah, or something. it was. And it was just like that was the most obvious interception. <laughs> you could see it coming a mile off, and he still threw the ball. You know, so mm. he's not as good as he used to be. Nah. So. I I think we were talking about this maybe um, before or on Sunday. Would you would you stay with Flacco or Darnold or would you um, 
possibly have a Wentz um, at the Jets. Honestly, I'd have none of them. Uh, I'd go in the draft, I'd get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, the Jets are pretty much guaranteed that number one spot now, aren't they? Um, yeah, I we were talking about this before. They, they yeah. need something more than just a, a new quarterback. That is true, that is true. I think they just need a little bit more... I need they, they need someone big on defence. I think they need uh, a crucial, perhaps, key linebacker or someone to, to lead they, them. They had Jamal Adams, and that yeah. didn't really help. No, I know. I, I think the only, the issue as well for them is those quarterbacks don't really have too many weapons around them. They've got, what, Mims and Brashad Perryman. Brashad Perryman's good, but, like, if you think about where Brashad Perryman is, right, I'd say Christian Kirk is better than Brashad Perryman. But in the Cardinals, you've also got Larry Fitzgerald. You've also got DeAndre Hopkins, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like, Brashad Perryman is good, but think about other teams who have got their third wide receiver is better than that one wide receiver, you know? Mm. Think about the Seahawks, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, both miles ahead of Brashad Perryman, you know? Yeah. So they, they just, they, they are struggling. They'll turn it around. I mean, we've seen teams like the Dolphins and Browns turn around in a couple of seasons. Um, but, I mean, talking about a team that hasn't been turning it around, I guess the Falcons, another loss for them, um, 24 points to nine against the Saints. The Saints now on, I think it's seven straight victories. Yeah. And that we did that without Drew Brees and without Michael Thomas playing his best. What do you make of that one? I think the Saints' defence was absolutely phenomenal for me. I uh, mm. got it down my notes. The Saints' defence played absolutely crazily, <laughs> if that's yeah. even a word. They played immense, and um, that was kind of the star for me. But then also... Taysom Hill in um, over Jameis Winston. Mm, I thought call. it was a very big call, one of the biggest calls of the uh, of the week, I think. Mm-hmm. But he didn't play bad. He he's obviously not what Breeze is, but yeah. I think because he had Michael Thomas there, Michael Thomas had a really really good day. That that was when you need Michael Thomas. His mm-hmm. back, he's not lost it. But um, I would have liked to see Jameis Winston. I think I would have preferred to see yeah. Jameis Winston. I, I agree because the issue for me is Taysom Hill. I, I think they should have used them both mm, because yeah. if you say, oh, Jameis is in, then the defence prepares for it. If you say Taysom Hill is in, the defence prepares for it. If you say they're both playing, we're going to mix them out every couple of plays. The defence yeah. is going to struggle so much. Obviously, you kind of lack that consistency in terms of, you know, who's the wide receiver's thinking, oh, who's throwing it again? Because mm. obviously, you've got to have that right relationship. But I think... If you bring Taysom, you know, you've got Jameis on, you know he's going to throw the ball, but then you think yeah. you bring Taysom Hill on and they think, oh, he's going to run it, but then he can throw a dime. So I yeah. think it confuses the defence way more. And I think what was frustrating for me is Taysom is such a talent and they brought him in and turned him into a system QB for this yeah. game. Yeah. And that really frustrated me. And you could just tell that he was itching to get away. <laughs> I mean, he got a rushing touchdown in the end, didn't mm. he? But like, He I was over 200 yards for um, passing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it just showed that I would have preferred Jameis to be in there mm. to do those, make those big passing plays. Because Jameis, offensively, in the sense of throwing touchdowns that and passes that actually go to his players, mm. is phenomenal. Yeah, it's it just, is. You can just throw it far too many times to to the to the defense. Um, but because of Atlanta's defense is not notable, mm. I think you're all right to um, do that. <laughs> yeah, I I, what's frustrating for me is like. Obviously, I'm a Saints fan, a huge Saints fan. What, you're a Saints fan? That's I'm mad. Saint... <laughs> but we had Chris on last week, didn't we? And we we're, yeah. we're talking about how this is an opportunity for Sean Payton to get creative. And I don't think he did that. I just think he played it safe. Um, 
it would have been nice. I think he was too concerned about getting the victory, which is fair enough, but it was also kind of like, do something exciting, reach deep into the playbook, confuse this Falcons defense, mm. you know? And, like, Falcons is a good team to experiment with. Like, their defense isn't fantastic, with all due respect to them. So if you're not gonna have, if you're not gonna experiment against the Falcons side, one of the sides you know be- best in the league because they're obviously in the same division, play them twice every year. Like this is your opportunity to put Jameson, put Taysom in, to mix them up, do something different, get Emmanuel Sanders to throw a ball. You know. I think for me, I would have chosen Jameis to start, mm. but um, as you said, keep swapping them out because you can prepare for one or the other, but um, you can't really prepare for both, especially when they're two so two different um, quarterbacks completely mm-hmm. so it would have really confused Atlanta it doesn't take a lot to confuse Atlanta but it just <laughs> um, helped a lot well it, I guess they didn't even need the help really that that might have been um, Sean Payton's kind of thinking that it's Atlanta you know it's um, it's not going to be like a tough game to win mm-hmm. but um, nevertheless it would have been nice to see Winston there mm-hmm. yeah definitely and we'll talk about playoff picture later on but I think the Saints are contenders at the very least for for the Super Bowl um, but one final game then that we have to mention before we move on to um, onto, our, onto our predictions for the week is uh, the Texans Patriots I thought the Patriots another loss for them kind of bring them a bit down to earth because they, they got a victory last season uh, sorry last last week didn't they um, yeah. Deshaun Watson is a phenomenal QB and it I is. think it's three and seven is is an unfortunate reflection of of that team and I don't think it should reflect on him because Put him in a different in a different team, and he'd have far more victories. Yeah, definitely. Um, he had a really nice recent uh, uh, touchdown as well. He just had mm. a really trucked um, defensive player and just went into the end zone. But yeah, as you said, um, three and seven does not reflect on him at all. He's an outstanding young quarterback, and mm-hmm. he's already proven himself to be. A, like exceptional mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate this season I think the loss of DeAndre Hopkins was yeah, extremely huge. big and um, yeah so it's they got the win obviously mm-hmm. the Patriots it's not right there something's not yeah. not going I agree um, but let's move on now to our, our predictions for the week now that's a wild card that oh. is a wild card you're going to have heart. to justify that one, I'm going to have to justify that you're right it's going to be the package. It's going to be the package. has to be. There's, it has there's to no be. doubt about it. The Cowboys are going to win every other game after this one, but they're going to lose this one. No, oh, I'm, I'm not sure about I'm that one. No. Morgan and Kay's predictions for the week. Okay, so it's that time of the week where Kay and I Discuss through how, how we got on with our predictions. My favourite time of the week. Kay's favourite time of the week because Kay, I'm I'm tempted to <laughs> to uh, I'm tempted to concede. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't. I'm doing so badly. <laughs> if you concede, oh. you have to buy me another two pints. Oh, fine. Okay, I'll keep going. But I mean, <laughs> Kay's on twenty one for thirty four. That is a phenomenal record considering we essentially pick the three hardest games to get every week mm. and I'm all 13 for 34 it's just oh, this week right it frustrated me so much because I mean we'll talk about it now I mean yeah. Ravens Titans I went Ravens you went Ravens as well actually but yeah. Ravens were winning that game and then you saw the stats propping up 
this is how well the Ravens, so the, the Titans do in the first quarter, and it's like Derek Henry barely any touches, barely any touchdowns, yeah, barely yeah, any yeah. runs. This is how the Titans do in the second quarter, in this in the second half, and it's like Derek Henry like fifty million touchdowns. Yeah. It's like, and then he scored a <laughs> touchdown to win in the game. I was like, oh. it's it's just Derek Henry. He has to be. Is he the best running back? He just you can't stop him for sixty minutes. You can stop him for half an hour, yeah. but you cannot stop him for sixty minutes. He he will tire you out. Even if you keep bringing on new uh, defensive backs, new linebackers, they he will tire you out to the point where you have no chance. You just have no chance. He's insane, absolutely yeah. insane. And I mean, so Ravens lost that one, twenty-four points to thirty. That went to overtime. So it's like yeah. we are literally picking the hardest games because <laughs> two of the four games that we've picked this week both went to overtime. I.e., they were drawing yeah. at the end of the match, and they had to go to that extra time, um, if you will. Mm. Uh, so I mean, the Ravens got that victory. They're on seven and three now. The Ra- Ravens <laughs> lost. Sorry, the Titans got that victory. They're on seven and three now. I mean, Titans are so weird. Like one oh, week they're trash. phenomenal, they're one week so they're trash. Weird. And I, I've given up betting on them at all. I've traded away Johnny Smith and AJ Brown for, for better or worse. I don't care. I, I'm sick of having to think every week, are they going to score me 50 points or two points? I'm just done with them now. Ben, you can have them. The Ravens, Lamar Jackson again, man. What, what, what's going on? I've got to be optimistic because, I mean, I traded AJ Brown and Johnny Smith away <laughs> for Lamar Jackson. So uh, he'll be okay. I mean... The Ravens, I think they'll scrape it into the playoffs. And again, like I said, we'll talk about it this later on. But I mean, I need to play a bit better. I think, I'd, um, especially against the Steelers, yeah. if they want to, um, even if they don't win, which I doubt they will, they need to play better just to for themselves, just to mm-hmm. make sure that they they're in the right mindset to uh, kind of play in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, so so Kay and I both got that one wrong, both at Ravens, but I mean, Kay, from here on out, 100% success record for you. Um, Colts, Packers, I went Packers, you went Colts, and you, I thought you were absolutely mad for going the Colts, right? I thought, I was like, yeah. what on earth is he talking about? The Packers are phenomenal. Packers are phenomenal, they are. But, and the Colts have been average, but Philip Rivers is He's getting better and better by each game he this is. season. He's doing it, you know. I don't know what he's doing, but he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Colts, they're, as you, they're another weird team for me. They're 7-3. and three. It's mm-hmm. absolutely insane for me. Because they're usually that team that's like 4-5, and 5-4, um, five, five and four, that kind of team. Mm-hmm. But they're 7-3. and three. <laughs> Packers are the Packers are amazing. They're one of the strongest teams in the league. But again, the same way we were, we've been doing the Rams today, we've been doing the Colts day mm. a bit because they're seven and three, Morgan. Seven and I, three. I chose the Colts just based on um, the Packers' performance over the last few weeks. They they they're still winning, but it's never convincing for me. And um, this yeah. this time, Colts took it, and uh, you know. That your boy was, got it right. Your boy, yeah, my boy Kieran Hines got that one right. Uh, without no surprise to anyone, I bet. Um, that was the other one that went just to uh, overtime. So that was thirty-one all. Um, and Blakenship, I love Blakenship. He's such. Yeah. He's like an absolute twig. He wears glasses. <laughs> Compare him to like Aaron Donald or Derek Henry. It's like from the beast of a man to like a scrawny little yeah. kid kicking it over the post. But he's been phenomenal as well. Yeah. Um, but I mean, on to one of the other games then that we predicted for week 11, which I also... Uh, actually, no, this is the one I got right. This is the one yeah, I got this right. This is the one you got right. I mean, it's the Chiefs, so it's hardly that surprising that they got that victory. But they got the, they got the one over on, on the only team that's beaten them this, this, this league, mm. uh, this, this season. 
Um, 35 points to 31 against the Raiders. But, I mean, the Raiders are still good. Yeah, they are. They're really good. Um, six and four, so they should be happy with themselves. Mm. Um, Josh Jacobs is doing bits. Derek Carr is doing bits. But mm. it's just the Chiefs. The Chiefs are good. You can't, you can't be sad about um, losing to the Chiefs just because... They're incredible. They are yeah. actually incredible. And I would not be surprised if it's the Chiefs Steelers um, Super Bowl. I can't be, can it? They're both in the FC. Yeah, true. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, they are the two best teams in the league. But we'll talk about yeah. that in our um, in our power rankings, won't we? Um, mm. But I mean, we both got that one right, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, both went for Chiefs in that one. Um, and this last one, there's kind of a bonus one, wasn't it? Um, because it was such a good matchup. Yeah, and I thought, you know what, this is going to help me claw my way back into the in, into contention when I got it wrong again. And I told my dad, I was like, Dad, my Seahawks fan, Dad, I was like, I bet against the Seahawks. I went Cardinals. He's like, Yep, serves you right, serves you right. And the Cardinals lost that one, uh, twenty eight points to twenty one. Russell Wilson showing that he's still perhaps the king of the NFC West. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was his game to come back and mm-hmm. um, say, I had a, I had a little bit of a if time, iffy time, but now I'm back. Mm-hmm. And um, he played he played the level he was playing at the start of the season, I, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, DK Metcalf showed out and Tyler Lockett showed out. Um, I don't know what's happening with their running backs at the moment, but um, <laughs> the the Seahawks are doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, the Cardinals didn't play bad at all. Um, I don't think they they helped. Or I'm not sure they didn't really help themselves that much, but their defense got a couple of picks from Russell Wilson. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that was a phenomenal game, wasn't it? To be fair, mm-hmm. um, it's like a lifetime ago now, because as, as it is, it's Thursday yeah. morning now. So like that was a week ago, um, essentially. We're going to move on to week twelve now. So just wrap that up quickly, then. So I mean, Kay, you got three for four from week 11's predictions, and I got one. I'm surprised, but I'm not. Twenty-one. <sighs> For 34 and 13 for 34. I mean, I'm lo- I'm not winning. I am not winning. But I'm going to claw it back this week because I'm going to get all three of these right. I said that. I've said this three weeks in a row now, okay? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I've got like two of the last seven right. The the but, first week you got three for three, didn't you? Yeah. It's such um, a good start. It's not been so good since. No, I know. First game. And obviously, a bit of a COVID worry. And I mentioned this earlier. Ravens at Steelers. That's the game we're going to predict first. So that was meant to be tonight, um, mm. Thursday night. It's uh, Thanksgiving, but it's been pushed to Sunday. So fingers crossed it's not cancelled. But if, but if it is, I think we went for four games last week, so that can kind of compensate for yeah. this if it is cancelled. But should it go ahead? Okay, who are you saying? Ravens at Steelers. Steelers. It's um, no doubt in my mind Steelers. Um, I might go a bit crazy and say the Ravens. It's like you don't even <laughs> want to win. <laughs> It makes complete logical sense to me it to go makes the Steelers, right? Uh, yeah, it yeah, makes, it makes it sense makes, to go to the Steelers, yeah. right? But I think I might go the Ravens. I don't think the I don't think the Steelers are going to win every single game, and I think this they've got they, the Ravens and the Bills are the only two teams that can beat them left in their in their um, fixtures. I think, mm. and for me, going off the fact that the Steelers are going to lose at least one game, I think it will be this one. I think this will be kind of a comeback for Lamar. I think he'll play well. I think obviously it's in Pittsburgh, so it makes it a bit more difficult for him. But I'm, uh, I mean, I'm kind of signing my own death warrant or you know, um, digging my grave yeah. or whatever you want to say. But I'm gonna go Ravens and maybe hope that this game is cancelled for saying that. <laughs> uh, monkey, monkey, monkey. 
I'm not confident in it. I'm really not confident in it. But last time they played, it was 28-24 in favour of the Steelers and the Ravens were winning that game for like half the game. So there wasn't a wild check for me to say that. Obviously, the Ravens That's have been true. poorer since then and the Steelers have just been getting better and better. Mm. Nah, I'm going Steelers. Okay, so you're going Steelers, I'm going Ravens um, for better or worse. Mm. Cardinals at Patriots. Oh, it has to be Cardinals, surely. The Patriots are absolutely... They're not working at the moment yeah i agree i'm gonna go cardinals on that one as well i like the cardinals a lot i bet on them like the last three yeah. times we've had cardinals. <laughs> uh, um, and then finally um, nice and easy i guess finally chiefs at bucks this is an interesting one i think bucks could be the ones to to get the chiefs second loss maybe Morgan, it's like you don't even want to win <laughs> i'm not saying i'm going bucks i'm going chiefs but i'm just saying maybe uh, nah, it's the Chiefs. It's the yeah. Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense struggled a bit against the Raiders, but the Raiders have some really good um, offensive players. So um, it might be it might be quite a close game again. But I think the Chiefs are just that much better, especially against the Bucks' defense. Um, considering how they did against the Rams, mm-hmm. I think the Chiefs' offense is a lot better than the Chiefs. Oh, the Rams' offense. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's going to be the Chiefs. It'll be a close game. It, it won't be like a blowout um, like the Saints books was. I yeah. think um, it'll be like that. But yeah, I think the Chiefs have it. Yeah, I'm going to go Chiefs as well. I think anyone would be nuts to, to bet against the Chiefs and anyone would be nuts to bet against the Steelers. Uh, but I'm doing that because I'm crazy. So just to wrap up the week 12 predictions for the week then, and uh, stay tuned next week to find out how we get on as well. So that's Ravens at Steelers. Kay's going Steelers, I'm going Ravens. Cardinals yep. at Patriots. Um, both of us are going Cardinals and both of us are going Chiefs at Buccaneers. The AFC versus the NFC. Who will make it to the Super Bowl? You're listening to The Playoff Picture with Kay and Morgan on Let's Talk Touchdowns. But now we're going to move on to the playoff picture. And it's something we do every week. We've been doing it for a couple of weeks now, just to kind of give you guys an insight into, into what's going on uh, in terms of the playoffs. But also, we uh, we upload a post every week, don't we, Kay, on yeah. our Instagram account. So go check that out at Let's Talk Touchdowns, where we kind of just put a nice little graphic to show you how the playoff is, how the playoffs are shaping up. So we're going to sort of run through this pretty quickly um, because there's nothing subjective about this, is it? It's just pure objective facts. This is this is what happens. Okay, would you like to do the AFC or NFC? I'll do the NFC this week. Morgan. Okay. Um, we're just going to reel off what the standings are and, and how these teams are getting on. So AFC, without a doubt, Steelers 10-0. They're number one seed. There's no no doubt about that at all. Mm. Seeds to the Chiefs 9-1. The, the second best team in the league for me, and we'll talk about that in, in, in a second. Uh, seed three is uh, are the Bills seven and three. They're quite weak because they had a bye week this week, didn't they? So we have it's kind of like weird thinking about the Bills in, in, in all these and how they're fitting yeah. within all these teams because we haven't seen them play um, in in two weeks. Um, then fourth seed Colts they're vying with the Titans quite often at the minute, um, both on seven and three, which means the, the seed uh, yeah. five are the Titans at seven and three. So that'd be an interesting head to head matchup. Um, seed four v seed five, both in the same. Division, seed six, another seven and three team, the Browns. Um, they are above the Ravens now, which has pushed the Ravens out because the Raiders are on six and four and have a better AFC win percentage than both the Ravens and the Dolphins. So I mean, the AFC is mixing up quite a bit at the minute because 
the Ravens and Dolphins are, are vying with the Browns and the Raiders and the Titans. Kind of those five teams are mixing up between those three wild card positions. Um, in the hunt, then you've obviously got the Ravens, Dolphins, and Broncos. I don't think Broncos are going to be making it uh, to the playoffs. So we're kind of looking at Steelers, Chiefs, and Bills, hundred percent guaranteed for me. Mm-hmm. But then Colts, Titans—that's not a gar- one of them isn't a guarantee because obviously one of them will win the division. What happens to the other one is kind of like depends on how Browns, Raiders, Ra- uh, Ravens, and Dolphins get on. You know, yeah. um, that'll be interesting. And then mathematically eliminate- eliminated the first time we've got this in our playoff picture, of course, is the Jets zero and ten. They cannot mathematically possibly make it to the Super Bowl. Okay, what's the NFC like? So, uh, seed number one, Morgan will be happy with this. We got the Saints eight and two, um, doing absolute bits. I wanted to say as well, um, Des Bryant came back for that game, and um, I really like Des Bryant mm. after his injury as well. So, um, seed one, we got Saints eight and two. Seed two, Rams seven and three, respectable. Um, seed three, uh, Packers seven and three. Seed four, um, Eagles three six and one. <laughs> um, soon to be the Giants. Uh, we got the Cardinals at oh nope we'll go seed five, uh, Seahawks seven and three, uh, Bucks seed six with seven and three, and then Cardinals uh, seed seven seven and three, and then in Hunt we got the Bears five and five, uh, Vikings four and six, Lions four and six. I don't see anyone in the Hunt at, um, taking over anyone that's currently in the playoff picture, so I think it's going to end this way. Mm-hmm. Um, probably with the Giants instead of the Eagles, but um, we'll have the Rams versus the Cardinals. Now uh, that would be a, a really interesting mm. game. Who would you have? Uh, it pains me to say. I reckon the Rams, based mm. on how they, well they did this week, you know, got to give them a bit more respect than we have been doing. Yeah, I I would say that. I would say that based on their defense. I think their offense is really mm-hmm. good, but based on their defense, I think they'll. Um, Shut down the pass, and mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, Kyler Murray might run it more. I don't know. Yeah. That would be a really good game. I'd love to see that game. one. Yeah. The Packers at Bucks would be another really good game. I think that would be really even, just on um, mm. just based on how the Packers have been playing the last few weeks. I think that would be a really really close game. I, yeah, I'm I mean, not sure. Bucks beat Packers this season, didn't they? It was yeah. like a showdown between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, and, and Buccaneers got that victory. Uh, I would go Packers. I don't think. You need a defence in the playoffs, and I don't think Packers' defence is particularly fantastic, but I think it's better than the Buccaneers. Yeah, team. it's definitely better. Then um, Seed 5 versus Seed 4, Seahawks versus Eagles. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> I mean, Seahawks, it's just Seahawks. Yeah. I mean, what's interesting about that is, like like you said, the playoff picture for the NFC will be exactly the same as it is. I mean, the, the order might change, you know, like Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks, Buccaneers and Saints, like they might mix it up between themselves. But, I mean, the Eagles, it could be anyone. It could be Eagles, it could be the Giants, it could be the Cowboys, and it could be Washington. Like, it all it's actually crazy. It's, it's, it's madness. Like, the Cowboys, it, it could have the Cowboys. Like, it could have Washington, who knows. Um, but we're going to finish this episode um, with, a, with a new feature. We don't have a jingle for it yet, and for that, I apologise. I'm not sure if I, I might not make a jingle, who knows. Um, <laughs> but it's our power rankings, because we talk about, you know, who are, who are who's in the playoff picture, what our kind of favourite teams are. But we don't have a definitive answer for you guys every week about who our top five teams are. Well, that's about to change, everyone. So now it's time for our power rankings. So, Kay, give us, in order, your top five teams. And we'll upload this to our Instagram account as well. So if you want reminding of that each week to kind of, like, see 
how it's getting on, see where our power rankings are, how, how, how it's chopping and changing. Um, okay, what are your top five teams? So, to uh, I'll go from uh, one to number five. Sure. We have the Steelers, obviously, and then the Chiefs, Saints, Bills, and Seahawks. That's for me. We love to see it, and I mean, mine's pretty even. Sorry, pretty uh, pretty similar, I should say. Steelers number one, Chiefs number two, Saints number three, so the exact same one, two, three. Uh, and then I've got Seahawks and Bills, the same two teams, but the other order. I, I think the Seahawks are better than the Bills for me, um, just based off if they were to play, who would win. But, I mean, the Bills yeah. are a good team. I mean, Rams are, are pushing and Packers are pushing for yeah. it as well. And this might be the first time we've done the power rankings on this show, everyone. However, if you go and check out our Let's Talk Touchdowns, instagram page we've already done one set of power rankings and we'll upload this week's one so this is after uh week 11 isn't it but if we just can kind of compare this to how it's changed from week 10 so in week 10 for example i went steelers chiefs and saints as the top three but then i had bucks as number four and packers as number five so both of those for me have been pushed out and, and brought the, the seahawks and the bills in and uh Kay, do you remember what your power rankings were after week 10 last week um last week it was steelers chiefs Bills, Saints, and Packers. So mm. the Saints have um, increased for me, mm-hmm. and uh, the Packers have been overtaken by the Sa- Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's close between all of them, all of those six teams for yeah. me, or six seven with the Bucks as well. But um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tight. I think Steelers, Chiefs is gonna be it's gonna stay in that order, mm-hmm. but then the next three it's gonna be yeah. um, interesting. Be, yep. Yeah, so stay tuned for that every week where Kay and I, we're going to finish every episode, aren't we, um, mm-hmm. with with our power rankings to kind of give you kind of like a nice little subjective thing to go off at the end of an episode because I wasn't planning on talking about fantasy this week, Kay, but Kay, you got a victory, didn't you? I want to give you, did you say you got a yeah. victory? Yeah, I, wanna give yeah, you... I got a victory. I'm not, I'm not last anymore. That's all I wanted to say, I'm not last. <laughs> Kay is not last. I think that is the best place to finish this episode. Um, thank you very much for listening to episode 12 of Let's Talk Touchdowns. I've been Morgan Edwards. Kay, you've been you've been you. I have been me. You've been you, and uh, it's a pleasure as always. Catch us in the next one, uh, in episode 13. Uh, it's just going to be the two of us again, I think, next week. We usually have a guest uh, every other week, but I think it's going to be just Kay and myself for next week. But join us then for another touchdown of the week, or a couple of touchdowns for the week. And we'll also run you through the playoff picture as well as give you our power rankings and find out how we got on with our week 12 predictions when the Ravens (laughs) inevitably beat the Steelers. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you later. See ya.